what is up everybody thank you uh, for tuning into the fathom beyond sunday podcast we're really excited about this new podcast it's really designed to, to just be very casual just a couple of leaders at fathom talking faith talking life talking about how we can grow in our faith where it's really going on between monday through saturday not just on sunday so uh, tune in listen to the conversation open your heart and pray that that this really helps Welcome, welcome. This is Fathom Beyond Sunday, where we engage in conversation that takes our walk with God into the week, into into the everyday. Today, you have Pastor Kyle Nelson. Hey, everybody. And myself, Jackie Cobble. You caught me looking down like checking email <laughs> the intro. <laughs> Guilty as charged, Your Honor. Stop looking at your email right now. <laughs> this is not the time for that. Checking my grades in my, in my seminary class. <laughs> All right, no, I'm well, excited so, to talk. I'm so present. you're like every other college student. Like, did that grade oh, come gosh. through? I'm just confessing my sin before <laughs> God and man or woman. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. I, I understand the overarching man in the That's Bible, right. so That's I'm okay it. with it. <laughs> yeah. no, not offended. Cool. Never. Well, cool. Uh, unlikely. <laughs> unlikely. <laughs> Well, excited to be here. We're coming up on summer. Yep. And this is a big summer, big, crazy summer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it'll be a crazy summer for our church, crazy summer for you, yeah. for me, different than anything any of us, our church, yes. you or, or me have ever experienced. Uh, you and your family are headed off on a wild adventure <laughs> that God's taking you on to be missionaries in yeah. Northern Ireland. This week, we're having a commissioning ceremony yep. service in the middle of our uh, weekend gathering. We're excited about that. Yeah. Celebrating you all. Um, and then my family will be doing a sabbatical this summer. And so it'll be different around here for yep. all of us. So we're going to, we just wanted to kind of tell you those things that we are both, uh, we're actually taking a break on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, next week will be our, our last podcast for this kind of first season yes. of Fathom Beyond Sunday. We're going to call them seasons. Is that like a thing? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. I think I people actually, do it in, in like podcasts too. I they do it in so seasons. So. I've seen I've seen a couple people be like, okay, we're we're done with season one. Yeah, I was we'll like, I didn't some, know that was I have a thing, no idea how many episodes. Um, it's, I guess if we looked up and listened to the, our own podcast, we'd probably see how many episodes we're I in. I could probably look on Spotify. Um, that's cool. Yeah. You you know, you can always listen to this in so many different places and you can always go back because yep. I doubt you've listened to all of them. If you have like gold star, um, you're, you're the champ. Like you, <laughs> hey, you win the award. If you've listened to all of them, send me an email and I will send you a prize. <laughs> Absolutely. You deserve a prize if you've listened to all <laughs> yes. of them. I, I'm all about it. You've so. listened to our ramblings. We, yeah. We appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. So just want to let you know, next week's going to be the last one. And so you'll just be um, in tension until uh, season two <laughs> season of the two. Fathom Beyond Sunday podcast. We're, we'll be excited about that. Um, so we have 31 episodes right now. 31. Up. Yeah. Like I think seasons are typically like 20 episodes. So, yeah, so we, we went 30. We went overboard. We are overachievers. We're I know. Look at us. <laughs> um, giving you all the content, all the conversations. Uh, very exciting. Um, but today um, we're excited in our next to last of this season, right? Ooh. Previously. We need to start doing previously. <laughs> previously on Path and Beyond Sunday. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, no, this time, uh, what are we talking about? So this week I wanted to talk about cancel culture. Um, it's been really hot button issue. How long has this been like a thing, right? Like was this like a, a Webster's like word or, or phrase of the year? I don't know. To cancel someone. I don't yeah. know the etymology of the phrase, but I, it's been around a while, a few years at least. Where did this even start? 
Like, I'm sure I could look it up. No, I, I don't <laughs> even mean just the phrase. Just like... The the, the attitude? Yeah, yeah. like the, just this... It's it's social media. Like, mm. I think social media... It, it's like people... And like, I'm just going to start ranting about crap. <laughs> so y'all hang on. <laughs> um, no, I, I think it's social media is like such... Yeah. You know, a huge part of this. And it's... Um, every where where everybody feels like they can have this voice to to really like slam people and and it's created this whole um american phenomenon Cer- certainly i am i can't speak for the rest of the parts of the world as we haven't been allowed to travel the world here recently yeah um <laughs> true story but uh but i know here in america it's just created this this culture where um we're just becoming more divided. I think that's what people have found yeah. and seen that if I don't like something or like someone's ideology or theology or philosophy mm-hmm. or, yeah, you know, where they get their groceries from or like literally <laughs> yes, like, exactly. You just, it's endless. Like, like, why are you offended by that? <laughs> yeah. Um, we just cancel everybody. Right. You're not boycotting the store because I think it, you should boycott it. And like boycott away. Like I'm yeah. all all about it. Like go for it. Like let your voice be heard. Um, but like we also got to be consistent. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and then when, once you start that, you realize it is this this endless journey. I remember when I was in in college. Um, you know, we got really into like fair trade stuff, and like that's really yeah. important to me. It's super important. It's super important to me. The clothes I'm wearing are probably not all fair trade. Oh, I know mine aren't. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I believe this is important. That doesn't mean I'm never going to wear a shirt that was made in Bangladesh. Right. Or that I'm I'm checking every single one of them. And, and people can judge me if they want for that. Then cancel me yeah. <laughs> if they want for that. Look, I have to close seven people. Right. I can't. We're looking for cost efficiency. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like thrift store at this point you know i mean most like, of my clothes i didn't even or most of my kids clothes i didn't even buy like somebody yeah, hanging exactly out somebody, so I, was like, I was about to say most of ours came in came in trash bags <laughs> like hey you want some clothes <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes yes we do <laughs> yeah um so anyway so that, that's i think everybody knows what we're talking about so yeah. that's probably enough of like setting the stage for well it. and i think too like the cancel culture happened when we were able to dehumanize the argument because the reality is, is we cancel people because we don't actually have to see them. Absolutely. You know, we don't have to actually talk to them and have face-to-face interactions where you see the yeah. emotions that are coming out when you're, you know? Yeah, I was actually, um, I was listening to a podcast that was talking about video games and just how it, it that world, and it's social media, it's the same way. It's just like another way in which people are so dehumanized because they're yep. not seeing them. They don't actually know them. They don't have to sit at a meal with them. Um, yeah, and we've got to really think through that and like genuinely like pray through that, like how we have maybe actually dehumanized people. Absolutely. Like we dehumanize politicians. Mm-hmm. You know, because we don't like their policies and, you know, wish them ill. Yeah, absolutely. Or laugh when they fall down the stairs. Yeah. Like, I'm just being... I would do that in person. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, I know. I know. Judge me if you want. (laughs) I get you. Canceled. Canceled. Um, We're getting a new new host next uh, season. 
this is your last episode next week. So. Oh, darn. Yeah. <laughs> so, I've uh, been canceled. Yeah, yeah, you've been canceled. <laughs> uh, no, but it's it's so easy to do. And so I think we Absolutely. genuinely need to prayerfully consider how we've actually dehumanized people because people mm-hmm. are made in the image of God. And I think this whole, a lot of this whole conversation, we've got to remember this. Yes. That people are made in the image of God in his likeness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's really heavy to even consider. Like yeah. that as humans, we've been created <laughs> in the likeness right. of God. Yeah. It, it's crazy to think about. And not just the people who shop where I shop and vote like I vote and look right. like what I look and talk like I talk and believe the things I believe, but actually all the people who do the furthest thing from your center, mm-hmm. yep, your whatever, they're made in the likeness of God. Mm-hmm. Like that has a certain weight and gravity <laughs> to it that we all need to just regularly remind ourselves of yeah um and and it's quite compelling and inspiring in our own our own life and it really should transform how we view others absolutely and it really should begin to break through a lot of this culture Mm -hmm. in the church right so i guess absolutely that's where we need to yes speak to is Yes. So we're, we're really going to touch on cancel culture within the church today um, because there's a lot of, there's a lot of directions we could go with this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that there's a lot of things in the Bible that just speak to this and speak to, it might not even be what you think it's going to be. So, <laughs> so hang on because there's, there's a lot of nuance to it and it's not, it's not black and white. And there's a lot of scriptures that have a lot of stuff around it. Yeah. So um, <laughs> where, where do you want to start here? Well, okay. So let's, let's start with the heart behind it. Like what is the heart behind the Bible in, in how we interact with people who choose to choose differently? Um, yeah. Sin, you know, those types of things. Yeah, so I think, like you said, you know, here's the interesting thing. So let, let, I said, where do you want to start? And I'm like, you guys say something. And I'm like, I'm going to go over here. <laughs> sorry. He's going to go a different direction, guys. <laughs> sorry. Um, I'm so sorry. Um, you know, when we talk about the church, mm. we talk about capital C church. Yes. Global church is capital C church. We talk about lowercase C church is the local church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what we don't often talk about enough is that within the lowercase c church, um, it's not all believers. True. And Jesus knew this. Mm-hmm. And Jesus talked about this. And Jesus said this on a number of occasions when he talked about the goat and sheep. He talked about the wheat and tear. Yeah. And... This idea that at the end of time, he's going to sort it all out. <laughs> yes. He says it over and over again in parables and Thank outright. Thank goodness. <laughs> he's going to sort it all out. And so many times what we want to do is we want to sort it all out. Yeah. But we're not but the sifter. Not we're, we're, not, we're not, that's <laughs> not our job. But a lot of times we want to make it our job. Yep. And so I just want to release somebody. <laughs> 
I mean, Amen. for real, like someone who's been sitting in church, like ready to sort the goat and the sheep out today. Let's do it. You know, <laughs> let's move them out. Um, we're, we're not the one who does that. No. And, and that was commonplace for the early church. And, and there are grounds for us dismissing and releasing people, if you will, mm-hmm. from the fellowship. We're actually, we'll, we'll maybe look at, yeah. at a couple of those instances and that talks about that. But we've got to get okay with this environment that people are in an ongoing process. And there's no greater place that they can be than connected to the body of Christ, even if salvation-wise they're not grafted into the body of Christ yet because yeah. they have not confessed Jesus as Lord and are repented of sin and are following him. Like, right? right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's no greater place they could be, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, yeah, so I just felt like maybe that's a good way to yeah. set the table for... Well, let's let's just dive into some yet. scripture because okay. I think that's I think that's the only place to start really because yeah. we can talk around things but without having the the word of God read, you know, we can't. So. Yeah. Um so there's lots there's, of them. There's there's lots of them. <laughs> so I'm just going to read through some. Um I have literally here's what I've done is I've Google searched like the best theologians in the world. <laughs> I've Google searched scriptures on breaking fellowship, right? Well, that's good. Scriptures on breaking fellowship. Second <laughs> uh, John um, 1, 9 through 11. So, so as we go through these, I want to tell you there is a whole contextual thing going on in every single one of these to the audience that it's being written to. Yes. That we don't have time to really get into all of it um, or... On, like honestly speaking, I'm not so quick in my study that I've got every single one of these locked in because, like I said, I just Google searched right. Breaking Fellowship. <laughs> so just full transparency, that's where we're at, and so I just yep. want you to know there there's context here um, in each one of these. So Second John one nine through eleven, everyone who goes on ahead and does not abide in the teaching of Christ does not um, does not have God. Whoever abides in the teaching has both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, do not receive him into your house or give him any greeting. Whoever greets him um, uh, takes part in his wicked works. So clearly talking about receiving the teaching of Christ. Mm-hmm. And I think in in many ways, this text is really setting us up really similar to what Jesus said when he sent his disciples out about brushing the dust off of our feet. Oh, yeah. Um, but... But also, I, for me as a pastor, how I read something like this, um, if if they if someone comes into our church and says, um, "Hey, I love Jesus. I was a pastor at so and so church, um, or I taught you know a class, or I led a group," and usually like, pastors are super excited about that. We're like, right. "Yeah, awesome. We'll get you plugged in here." <laughs> You're like, yes, yeah, just another, help is another on leader the way. to build the kingdom. We're just yes. excited and. Uh, we hear we hear them trash talking their last church, and you know we're just like, mm, mm, don't love that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like um, red flag number one, <laughs> right? Right. So we start processing those things, um, and I think this scripture really speaks to um, if they're not bringing like the teaching of, of Jesus Christ, right? Mm-hmm. Don't bring them into your house. Don't br- like for me. Like I begin to read that. Don't 
bring them into the house of the church. Like don't bring yeah. them into your own like house church, you know, yeah. that he would have been speaking to here, um, that John was speaking to. Um, so we can can move on and, 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 and get away from those people who have false false teachings. Um, so there there's one. There's one scripture. Um, here's one I'd love for you to, to, to jump into. Titus 3.10. As for a person who stirs up division, <laughs> after warning him once and then twice, have nothing more to do with him. Canceled. <laughs> canceled. False teachers. Canceled. <laughs> well, the false teacher thing, that, I mean, that's a loaded gun right there, too. Right. Um, <laughs> Uh, one who stirs up division, canceled. Um, help us understand division and what's what's uh, what's Paul saying here to Titus? Um, I think division is one of those things that we have an idea of that is just probably wrong in a lot of cases because we see division as people thinking differently than us. But division really it's not about people thinking differently than us. It's about causing relational conflict. Mm -hmm. You know, people can think differently and be united. There is, there's a unifying work that Christ does in our, in our own separate theologies and he brings us together. And sometimes they don't always, they're not always the same, you know, like someone can believe that Yeah, we can, we can see the the resurrection or not the resurrection but the return of Christ like a little differently yes. yeah we can all think that we can all have our own understanding view of, different things on like alcohol yeah, or women in right. ministry I know plenty things. of pastors who drink I also know plenty of pastors who don't I and and I don't think I either one of them are bad you know like I don't see anything wrong with either one of those things it's what's the motive of your heart in that but when we're talking about division it's not about having different viewpoints it's about causing stirring like stirring up those relations stirs up division yeah it, it stirs up relational conflict it causes people to be pulled away from god and pulled away from the body of christ when you see someone who comes in and all they do is just start to like pick people off you know because it's a, it's a cancer it's it a is. cancer in the church and keeping it real like so many churches are filled with it and and gossip is a lead cause of it it, it, it is picking oh that's such that's such a good word for that because it, it is it's just finding things to stir up mm -hmm. junk um it, yeah it's such a cancer in the church and and god is so anti this it, it is mm -hmm. it grieves his heart to see this like why do you think this is such a big deal why he, he he why division is such a big deal in the church we're we're you know, the scriptures will teach us, Paul will teach us here, cut them off, have nothing more to do with people who are going to do it. One warning. <laughs> <laughs> well, because if you think about it like this, God is is the God of unity. Mm -hmm. Like it is who he is. It is who he is. Father, Son, Holy unity. Spirit. We talked about this recently. Exactly. We just talked last week, wasn't it? Time was, flies. Well, I, have no I, idea. I have no idea either. But it was, it's it was. one of those things where God is unity he mm -hmm. it is who he is it is one of his characteristics and it is it's something that we should be looking to to be unifiers mm -hmm. because we are made in his image because we are made in his likeness it should be something that we are we are longing for mm -hmm. we are driven to and so if we see someone who comes in and stirs 
they're not walking in the spirit of God because you can't walk in the spirit of God and purposely stir up division. You know, I don't think you, if you warn somebody and you tell them, hey, what you're doing is causing strife and it's stirring things up. If they don't have a heart that says, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Like that's that is not what I meant here. Here's what I meant. And Help me do this right. Yeah. You know, because because conflict is not bad. Yeah. Conflict is actually really good for us because it mm -hmm. causes us to think differently. Mm -hmm. It stirs conversation and it starts a, a thought like God gave us a brain for a reason. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, we should be having conversations about differing viewpoints. Yeah. Those are not bad. Those are not yeah. stirring up. We embrace that deeply here. Exactly. We love that. But if the conversation that you're doing is causing people to feel hurt and beat up afterwards, then that's causing division mm -hmm. and that's not okay. Yeah. You know? And so if you go to somebody and you warn them and you say, Hey, this, this is what actually came from that conversation that you had, or this is what actually yeah, came from what you said. I don't know if you realize it, but you're actually talking crap about them. Exactly. You know, when you said that, like it came off like, and someone who's actively walking or actively pursuing mm -hmm. A, a life with God and in fellowship with him, they'll, they will be appalled by the fact that that's what came out of that conversation. Yeah. We have blind spots. Oh, that's, a, that's a reality. Like yeah. there are things about ourselves that we don't recognize yep. that we need the body of Christ to come in and say, Hey, this is what you're doing is not right. And yeah. here's why, because this is pulling you away from God or yeah. this is stirring up division. And so one warning and you don't change it makes sense yeah. because that means you're not actively seeking God, yeah. not because we don't want you to be here. We want to help you actively seek God. We want to be a part of that, but we have to protect those who are actively seeking God. And I mean, that's our job as pastors is to, is to protect the flock, you know, yeah. like to keep them safe because. Yeah. yeah. Our, our unity is a representation of who God is yeah. and uh, the outsider that comes in, in a church that's just like toxic, divisive. Oh my gosh. It's just, it's yeah. not a witness to God's love at all. Um, Romans 16 and 17, he, he takes this and adds another, another kind of, um, aspect to it. I appeal to you brothers and brothers to watch out for those who cause divisions. There it is again. And create obstacles contrary to the doctrine that you've been taught. Avoid them. Canceled. <laughs> right. Yeah. Another canceled there. Um, to avoid them, he doesn't actually say canceled. I'm, I'm having fun with it. Um, <laughs> but he, he adds this and create obstacles contrary to the doctrine. This is important. You have to know Romans 14 and 15 to really see the whole aspect of what he's talking about, where he talks about, you know, people honoring the Sabbath on, uh, Sabbath on different days. Mm -hmm. um, uh, people having different convictions about what they eat and drink, as you just yeah. said. Um and he has this whole teaching on, on how we bear with one another in that. And um, uh, so I, I encourage you to read Romans 14, 15 for, for more on there. But what Paul really is teaching through there is that there's this level of freedom that we can have. Yeah. Um, and, and there's a whole rabbit trail of two or three conversations on the nature of sin and freedom, what real freedom in Christ is. Um that I don't have time to go down all those lanes, but um, Paul's Paul wants it is for freedom. He set us free. He yes. wants us to to really experience that freedom. That's in Romans. Um, but we've got to be able to know that our freedom can impact other people. Yes. 
and and some people i think really if i just had to say it plainly here what i think paul is getting to is legalism mm, you yes. know this legalism is really just an it's something that happens when people i think for the most part have really good motives yes to and and they have certain things that are convictions for them you know let's pick one like they don't watch movies just period don't yeah, watch I, movies i grew up southern baptist we, did, we weren't, weren't supposed right? to watch disney movies that was a conviction for someone uh and then it was taken on and then it was beca- <laughs> and then it became it became doctrine yeah in the church it was it was conviction for somebody nowhere yeah. in the scriptures that say don't watch movies right right but it became conviction someone's personal conviction that they began to preach and other people got onto it and it became this whole okay now this is doctrine for all of us mm-hmm the right. mob mentality. And so you had a difficult time understanding freedom in Christ because it was kind of a legalistic environment, um, you know, in, yeah. in, in much of, of that. And so that's what he, when he's saying create obstacles contrary to the doctrine, that's what it is. It's like, you got to do, here's a lot more rules you got to keep up with. They're obstacles yeah. that have, they, contrary to the doctrine, that's not the doctrine of Jesus. Right. You know, it's by grace we've been saved, not works. Absolutely. So there's another one that we've mm-hmm. got to avoid those like yeah. legalistic, you know, people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've always found those people don't survive around here very long. <laughs> yes. Well, and we're not saying, you know, completely cancel people when they come in and they have legalism. Like they've grown up in it. They've, they, they're. Oh my gosh. You know, they're. Oh, they're it's. S- Oh, it, I, it, I, <laughs> I love find it. myself moving in that sometimes and I'll be like, okay, I've got to stop doing oh, this because it's one of my favorite things. It's so beautiful for people who have walked through that. And I've had people who have left our church who fell into that category. I just kind of said, and have called me years later and just said, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for loving me through my legalism. Yep. It's one of the most honoring calls I'll ever get, and, I, and I've gotten a number of those. Mm-hmm. And I'm so grateful for. Um, it's just like love people well where they're at, you know, yes. through all that stuff, and and it's going to begin to fall off of them, and, and it's and it's woven in because it was given to them. It was extra yes. obstacles that was given there, um, and so we can love people through it if they're moving in, in the right. direction of of understanding it, sound doctrine. It goes back to that, like we're not we're not canceling people mm-hmm. because they're legalistic. We're canceling 100%. people because they are they refuse to see the yeah the wrong in mm-hmm. the legalism. Yeah. Like if if you're constantly telling someone, hey, that's actually not a necessity. Mm-hmm. Like to your to to walk with God, like don't put that on somebody else mm-hmm. because you you know, you're looking down on people because they drink. Well, yeah. God never said you can't drink. He said don't be drunk. Like mm-hmm. so so if a person's going out and having one beer, like there's really there's nothing wrong with that unless the Holy Spirit has convicted them otherwise. Mm-hmm. Now if you know somebody who's been convicted about it and still doing it then yeah they're probably not walking in what they're supposed to be walking in but that's not but first off it's not even your place to really do anything about that except for to be like hey remember when you told me this yeah you know like i love you and i i want you to walk in what god has for you but yeah yeah so there's so much there we can do around that idea (laughs) of convictions and it's a whole topic in itself but keeping this idea of cancel culture um first corinthians 5 is another one, and so I think I, I probably need to to pull up a, a larger. That, that was just like a snippet. I want to pull up the full text here. Um, 
because to really understand what he's saying, um, verse one. Now it's actually being said that there is sexual immorality. Did I say First Corinthians five? Yes. Did I say that? Okay, cool. Uh, now <laughs> it is actually <laughs> uh, being said that there is sexual immorality among you, so terrible that even the heathen would be guilty of it. Would not be guilty of it, or yeah, would be guilty of it. I'm told that a man is sleeping with his stepmother. Uh-oh. Gross. Gross. Um, how then can you be proud? On the contrary, you should be filled with sadness, and the man who has done such a thing should be expelled from your fellowship canceled um it it goes on to say to just not associate yourself with believers who just outrightly live in sin Mm -hmm. who refuse to respond to the word of god who refuse to believe the truth and so i think that's where we got to talk about people moving forward or have they given themselves in to the sin yeah um and, and and that's where we all have to, you know, we, we don't just kind of, I just, we just love everybody and like, yes, we love people, but we also share the truth. Like that's a yes. part of loving people is sharing the truth. Um, and so uh, I a hundred percent have such a conviction that that's my role that to share the truth. That's not going through and nitpicking everybody's sin. I, I've seen these things before in mm-hmm. churches where like the pastor gets up and just like starts ripping into people. I'm like, have mercy. Oh my gracious. I don't want to go to that church. I have never seen that happen. Oh and, yeah. And There's if all I did, you- I'd be like, we're out. All these YouTube <laughs> videos. Oh yeah. Uh-uh. Just check it out. Like pastors like laying into to people. I saw one the other day that was this, this, pastor who was calling out people in the youtube comments like just calling them out by name like paula you want to come say it to my family like have mercy this is oh my gracious um anyway that's fun yeah but he's saying not to associate with these people to, to not have people in our fellowship that are just giving themselves over now you know in, a, in an environment like ours somebody walks in on sunday i'm not gonna have the ushers walk them out <laughs> no. you know what i mean um but we're not going to put them on a serve team, you know, if they're no. acting like they're just giving themselves over to, to whatever that sin is. Um, and he goes through like idolatry, revilers, like drunkard, like swindler, greed, sexual immorality. And so there's a long list of just, you know, sins that he, he really says that to draw lines, draw lines and, 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 and make people make that decision, Yeah, you know, to, to really um, well, find so themselves. Something uh, in a pastor once God. said is, uh, Truth without love is mean, mm-hmm. but love without truth is meaningless. Mm-hmm. And that's true. Like, if we're not calling people into greater things, then what is our purpose? Yeah. You know, if we're not calling people into active pursuit of who God is, then I don't know why we're here. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the purpose of this podcast. That's the purpose of our Sunday mornings is to is to call people into better Mm -hmm. because that's what God wants for us. He wants us to be drawn to him. And in order to be drawn to him, we have to recognize our sin. That's, that's the, (laughs) that's the purpose of our walk with God is to, is to become one with him. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's so many places we could go in the -hmm. scriptures here. We probably touched five or six texts. Um, there, are there any other aspects of, of this cancel culture stuff that we need to tap into before we, um, um, yeah. before we wrap up for today? I think something that we kind of need to talk about as we close this up is cancel culture and in canceling these things, we're often not the one that does it. Like God, I have, I have actively 
been a part of some of these things, like seeing, seeing someone actively in pursuit of sin and almost every single time it's not us that cancels them. Like they almost cancel themselves Hmm. because they don't want to hear the truth because people don't want to be, if, if you're in pursuit of sin, then when somebody speaks truth to you, you often run the other direction. You know, you're not, they're not going to come in here and remain, you know, there have been a handful of times that it Mm -hmm. had to be like, Hey, this can't continue. And if it continues, then you're going to, you're going to have to step down from what you're doing or, you know, and it's never like you can't come here, Mm -hmm. but it's always, you know, like you cannot, you can't serve. We can't, you can't be trusted to lead people right now, you know, but I think that's, that's a huge thing. Because we want to be the convictors so often. Yeah. Like the Bible says, you're not supposed to do this, this, and this, so you shouldn't be doing those things. Well, well, God is the one who convicts us. Yeah. You and know? he's the judge. Yes. And so it's, re- it's not our place to stand in judgment over someone or to, or to look at them any other way than God would look at them. You know? <laughs> I, I remember the episode in The Office where Michael's like, who's the judge? Who's the judge? And, and Angela speaks up, judges and juries. They're who's to judge. <laughs> so I would just say, God is the judge. Who's the yes. judge? Well, God is the judge. Yes. He's the judge, and we need to leave that role, yeah. role to him and understand our role in loving people well, mm-hmm. both um, as the, they're new and, and don't know, yes. um, don't know any better, um, once they know better and are trying, mm-hmm. um, and then loving them well um, when they're not trying. And, yes. and they need to, to be, you know, told the truth that, hey, you're, you're living in sin and, and um, we're calling you, we're calling you up in it. Well, and when, and when we see people sin, like Corinthians tells us love hopes all things, you know, like let's, let's not first go to, oh, they're just sinning because they just want to be this terrible person and they just, they mm-hmm. don't love God. You know, like, yeah, I feel like true. sometimes when yeah. we see people sin, we th- we automatically, our brains automatically go to, oh, they're just they're just out for themselves. Well, no, most of the time, no, Mm. 90% of the people that I've encountered are just in a place where they don't know how to get out of their own sin, or Mm. they don't have someone who's going to say, Hey, this is sin, or they're not, you know, so many different things. So uh, Approach it in love. That that truth is always going to be spoken in love. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's one of those things where if our hope should never be, discommunication like our hope should never be to cancel someone yeah absolutely and if that's the motive behind what you're going for then you need to take a step back yep go back to that amago day that we were talking about at the beginning of just yeah they're made in the image of god yeah you know that 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 really does shape a lot of, of how we begin to view people yeah because i mean we look at the old testament and if god was really a god of cancel culture the Israelites would not have made it. <laughs> yep. There would be no Jews and Jesus' no. disciples. And yet there was, Yeah, um, you know. And so, yes, there are instances where canceling people is necessary. necessary yeah. But most of the time. Right. We're, we're not looking, we're not going out looking for people no. to cancel. And that's what it feels like in the culture we live in today. It absolutely <laughs> does. Yeah. So, but we as the church, the global church we're called to be different holy that's what it may mean. it means to be set apart like we don't yes. just fall in 
line with with the culture and so so embrace embrace that uniqueness of who you are as a part of the body of Christ. Yeah. Uh, holy and set apart that we don't just go with the flow of culture canceling everybody left and right. Amen. We love them <laughs> and we love them well like Jesus loved them uh in perfect principle and um and in 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 perfect um um, I don't know the other part I was going to say. In grace and truth. How about I just say it like there that? In grace and truth. That's better. <laughs> Wonderful. You know, sometimes you just run out of words. Yeah. yeah. I don't know so. that I... Uh, I do have that problem occasionally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we are so glad you hung out with us today. I hope that this helped you. If you have any questions or if you think that we're wrong, please email me. Jackie, J-A-C-I, at fathom.church. Um, and I'd love to have a conversation with you about it. Um, but I hope that this helped in some way. Um, we love you guys. Uh, we're excited about this last episode um, and taking the summer off and everything that's going on. So we pray that you have been excited about these podcasts and that the, ne- the next season will be just as exciting for you. And we'll talk to you later.